then we're back what's going on not a lot (laughs) (laughs) your wrestlemania come on ashley you know the lyrics Uh, i can predict them because that's what i'm good at is predictions all right let's get it out of the way uh, come on well i can tell you i can safely say this time i got pretty much every single match wrong apart from like one one, you got absolutely mugged (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i got one match right it was night one. You did you did a lot better on night two. Not by a lot though. <laughs> yeah, Ash, you won. I think you only won by two. I'm pretty sure, Ash. Yeah, but I still won. Yeah, I think. Well. Am I right in thinking I'm undefeated in predictions? Could be. It was uh, WrestleMania has just gone. You're joining us. Back on three men, one fall. Welcome back, one everybody. One fall. <laughs> All right then. Who are the three men? Well, I'm Jay, and I'm here. I'm Ash, but you could have always predicted that. Ah, oh, I'm Russ. And who knows, I might have got that right, I might not have. Fuck it. Actually, yeah. to be fair, should we just say, to be fair, you did come second for the first time. It's, well, gentlemen always come second. Maybe you should try it more often. Welcome nah. to Three Men, One Fool. <laughs> We're here today. What are we discussing today, guys? Well, the discussion today is what makes a WrestleMania a WrestleMania other than the name. Yeah. Other than the name. It's um It's one to be talked about. It's one to be talked about. I'm looking forward to talking about it because it's like the more you start thinking about what actually makes WrestleMania WrestleMania. It's like what makes it the biggest show? What makes like, it what t- makes it special? Yeah. Or at least if you maybe you don't find it special anymore, but then, again well, I, I suppose we can go into that as well. But like they tell you and they, they hammer on about it's the biggest show, biggest night of the year. It's the Super Bowl of wrestling. Um, it's like the wrestling Christmas, almost, isn't it? And it resets the year, or the wrestling year. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, what actually makes it so special compared to, you know, any other show? Well, I've got a lot to, I've got a lot to say about it. So, I mean, it, actually, you, you might as well go first. Because you, you know what it's like. If I start going on, I'll start interrupting everyone, and then it'll be one man, one fool. So, you might as well go first. <laughs> well, I, I was going to say anyway, I mean, Ash, I didn't know if you wanted to break down, because obviously we're not doing the reviews and stuff, but like, what did everybody think of WrestleMania? Well, uh, day one, <laughs> day one, really good. Day two, started off poorly, but did get better as it went on, to me, anyway. I, Great I, main I, event on both shows, I both seen, days. I, I have still, honestly, I haven't still haven't seen day two. I could have just said, mm. yeah, I've seen it and nodded and agreed, but honestly, I haven't seen I know what happens, because... I've, I've seen Ash in person for the first time in a while because of lockdown and that. And um, yeah, he, he gave me the lowdown. He gave me the D-low on the uh, on the matches and <laughs> what was good and what weren't. So I sort of know what's what's happening, but I haven't actually seen it yet. But I do want to watch the main event. And that's that's one thing I, I do want to watch. Well, worth watching. Yeah, no, I, I agree with Ash on that because it's night one. 
Night one was weird because you had it like it literally kicked off and they brought everybody out on stage and they did America the Beautiful. Um, is it America the Beautiful? Yeah, probably. Yeah, they did America the Beautiful and uh, yeah, it just felt like it was kind of like a goosebump moment, like you could hear in the crowd and seeing it all and it was like, wow, it was honestly, nice it feels to so see weird. the crowd again. Yeah. But then straight away, like you had the opening package and then straight away, that's it, storm warning. <laughs> Of course, obviously, as everybody that's listened to this will be aware, literally, I mean, what was it, like five, six hours before showtime or something like that, maybe a bit longer, um, big storm warnings because of, of the storm that was hitting Florida. Mm. And yeah, like it just they just had this kind of weird like half hour or so of impromptu interviews that they just had to like literally piece together. I quite liked it, though. I it thought was, it was yeah. different. Um, I was going to say, because like, I was watching it on the network, on Ashley's network, <laughs> and um, yeah, I had my own network, not WWE. And um, yeah, it it was about it was about forty minutes until the the first match died. Yeah, um, but like I've got to give them props where you know credit where credit's due. They literally had nothing to go on because it's just come out of the blue. But yeah. yeah, like you know, fair play to them. They they made it work, and like you said, it was it was pretty decent for you know just mashing it together there and then. Do you think they should have brought out Hurricane just for a joke? <laughs> <laughs> he's there. He's backstage. He's a producer. They Why should not? Have, well, bring Lance Storm out as well then. Yeah, they could have three minute warning. They could have had a match. Bring three minute warning <laughs> out as well. <laughs> uh, I liked it. it. It sort of showed like. I think like genuine personality because obviously it wasn't scripted, which was nice. But I, I honestly though, you I, you couldn't write it, could you? Like you wait no. a whole year. Well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know <laughs> you wait a whole year for you know to have fans back in, and never ever has it happened, not to my knowledge, and it, like certainly not a mania. But that's never happened to my knowledge for WWE where they have delays like during the show. No, um, because of like because of weather. There is a video of them in the eighties in very heavy rain in an outdoor venue, but they still carried on. Yeah, that's crazy. I felt so sorry. I mean, I felt sorry for everybody, but I really did feel sorry for Drew. Yeah, because it's like you know he had that big mania moment last year, and it kind of it's I don't want to say it sucked. Like it was great that he had it, but he had it in front of no fans, so it it took a little bit away. But um. You know, if this year he was going to be able to get it all back, he's going to be the first one out there. That's what he wanted. And then the fucking rain stopping him from going out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, honestly. But no, it was, um, yeah, night one definitely delivered. Night two, yeah. It, like Ash said, picked up. But, I mean, I don't know if you want to start with, in terms of what makes Mania Mania, because this is still really new then. But what about this splitting into two days then? What do you think oh. about that? I like it, but I've got a feeling they might go back to being uh, eight-hour shows again next year. Well, because I've never, I didn't see it. No, you saw, but for the promise for uh, next year's, it had just one day. So, hmm. well, I preferred it because it it split it up, hmm. and it's not like you've got to sit through. And I'm not even exaggerating; literally a whole day. Pretty much a whole yeah. day's worth of wrestling. And then you're fucked after and you're knackered and, you know. It's an eight-hour shift of yeah, work. It's, yeah. Like, on nights. Yeah. Because of where we have to watch it until early hours. Yeah, so it's like, I, pre- I do prefer it. And I think they've taken that from New Japan's 
ideas. But it works. Yeah, I think it's better that way because you get more viewership out of it. You, you know, you watch the day one and then you're still excited the next day. It's not like, you know, you watch it all and you're so tired you couldn't enjoy like the last half of it and, you know, mm. couldn't remember what happened and you're falling asleep. Even though, Burnt like, well, out, don't you? We, pretty much, we, we pretty much would be anyway because it's still like four mm. hours or four hours. But yeah. it, it is better. It's definitely better because, like I said, you get more enjoyment out of it because instead of being excited for one day, if you, you know, you're really into it, you've got two days of it. And if you count like takeover in that, you've got like three days of it, really. Or four. Well, four, well, yeah, four, four, four days. So it's pretty much you've got a week, <laughs> pretty much, of, of, of wrestling to be excited for. It's a lot it, of wrestling. It, it, it works better as well. Because if you count the Hall um, of Fame, like, that's another day. Yeah. And then no, like, it's two days, days as well, if you want. Like, it's literally a week. Was it two days? Is, was it two days of uh, Hall no, of Fame? No, I think it was one. one. I'll get confused because they did 2020 and 2021. Did anybody watch the Hall of Fame? No. Bits, bits of it, yeah. I haven't yet, but I want to. Because I really, I'm the only one I'm really interested in watching is RVDs. Just to see what he can and can't say. <laughs> Oddly enough, I've not watched his one. I just I wanted to. I, I've watched Kane's in full, and that was who, really good. who inducted him. No one. I think no. they all just um, appeared. Oh, yeah. Obviously, yeah. Oh, well, I guess you know one COVID thing, rules in that. But yeah, one thing I did see was even though they got a was, crowd of thousands of people, but you can't get somebody. To it was in the front of them, so they couldn't yeah, really. It was a weird one. Yeah. The one thing I have seen is JBL, and they piped in a wrestling god chant when he said wrestling god, which yeah. Kind of, See, I don't, uh, I don't understand why they do those after effects of crowd. Like, it'd be more real if they just didn't. I bet they did. I bet they wish they did that for Hogan for both nights. Oh God, that was yeah. Everyone booing him on night two any time he spoke. That was funny. Do you reckon they will do two days of Rumble and two days of SummerSlam? That that kind of thing. So I think that would get silly. No, like I, yeah, I, I agree think that with would Russ. get silly. Yes, but I, but I reckon he's, I, I, yeah. I reckon they might do because Rumble's starting to get longer and SummerSlam's starting to get longer. Like they'll get to that point where eventually, because it's it's not just like watching it at home; it's the crowd there. Mm. Like, and again, I'm sure the the crowd's going to come up in terms of what makes Mania Mania. We'll we'll get to it, but like if the crowd starts falling flat, your viewing pleasure at home starts falling flat as well. Yeah, like when the crowd are into it, you're into it. Yeah, and it's not it's just not as good a watch, and that's what's made like the Thunderdome stuff. Uh, well, easier to watch them when there's no crowd, obviously, but it's still a bit, you know, mm. it's just not the same. But I, I know, well, you can only do what you can do with that, obviously. But yeah, the two night thing, I like it. But one of the things I think that that makes that special and going forwards, I think could make, could be a big staple of WrestleMania, like in the years to come, if they stick with it, is that you genuinely feel that you're getting two main events. Yeah. Like, you know, they always like before, it's like, oh, the Rumble winners in the main event, but you know, they'd be challenging for the world title in the opening match yeah. or like yeah. halfway through the show. And it's like, well, it's not really a main event. Main event, is it? Like, it's a main event, but it's not the main event. Mm. But I thought that was awesome. Like, I think that's another thing that made Night 2 so special. I think they could have probably done with that match on Night 2 because um, that was history making. It's two black women main eventing WrestleMania for the Women's Championship. Absolutely. Like, I could not have, you know, I can't say any more good things about it like it's literally yeah tore the house down as well I mean not going to Meltzer oh well fuck him ah fuck Meltzer he's a tosser <laughs> yeah, I thought it was amazing and it was great to watch yeah. it but yeah I'd say and two Smackdown main events by the way yeah. as well yeah. and can I just say like if like 
I don't know, five years ago even, or maybe, or ten years ago, maybe even five, if you would have said, yeah, you're going to have two black women main event in WrestleMania, you wouldn't have believed it, would you? Like, you would have thought that that would have been impossible. Yeah, not from them back then. But, I mean, I think that's why there's been a lot of talk, and rightly so, um, especially with this mania, but for, I think, the black community, because, you know, Lashley walked in as champion and defended. Uh, Apollo Crews and Big E in their IC title match. Yeah. Of course, yeah. Sasha and um, Bianca, the New the Day tag- being there. I mean, it was, yeah, like... Uh, it's a shame, I think, in a way, like, because I know some people are saying, like, oh, well, it's not just about black history, it's about making, like, it's history in general. And I don't know if that's disrespectful or not, because JBL, I, I know he said that on the pre show panel. I don't think he meant it in a disrespectful way, but, but it depends how JBL is a disrespectful bastard anyway, isn't he? <laughs> but, like, I think it is a shame, though, that we, we're still, like, it's 2021 and you have to, like, that has to be a big deal. Yeah. Like yeah. I think I, it's I know just what you it's mean. crazy. Yeah, that, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it so it I'm not trying be. to downplay it at all, but it shouldn't have to be a big deal. Yeah, because it, it, it's so nice to see it. Yeah, I'd, like echoing what Russ said, it it's it's hard to it's hard to say it like in a way that you want to say it because it could easily come across the wrong way. But I get what you exactly what you mean. Like, it shouldn't be a big thing because it should be normal. That's what yeah. that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it shouldn't be a big thing because it should just be. It should just be, you know, the norm and, you know, the accepted. It shouldn't have to be a big deal. But same as a women's main event in general. I think, you know, the all right, the ending to the triple threat a couple of years ago was a botched finish. But, you know, do, does that mean that you, it shouldn't have been where it was? Absolutely not. It was great. It was still. Well, it was a great moment and it was great for, for the women and the women's, uh, women's wrestling in general. And then... Yeah. This year, I think, has taken that next step. And so you know what, like, yeah, it's awesome. The women that that are in the ring today, like, honestly, like, some of them are better than the men. Like, they really are. Yeah, like some of them That's are I mean. up there with the men. They like, like, when it comes to you know talent and agility and charisma and that, like, some of them are up there with the men. Like, you can't deny that. They're definitely, they're definitely where they should be. Like they should have been given, you know, the the limelight a lot sooner than they did. But you know, that's that's history for another day. But yeah, they definitely yeah. deserve to, you know, where they are. The triple threat from night two was a really, 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 really good match. But I'm going to see it. Takeaway. I'm going to see it later. It's gonna, it's gonna be the the main event from night one as the biggest takeaway because of all the, you know, it's so special. And I think in terms of what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania. Like when you talk about WrestleMania moments, that is the moment I think from from this year, or at least one of them. That is the moment to take and away that from match, it. That, that match is a lot. It's just yeah, the, but like not just even within the match, but just the the graphic and the and the, the two of them stood in the ring. You know, Bianca's crying even before it starts. Sasha's like nodding, yeah. like yeah, I know. Like you know, that's that's awesome. That's a moment. That's a good WrestleMania moment. And then but, after when Belair wins and her family. I thought they were going to jump the barricade because yeah. it looked like they were going to. <laughs> but but yeah, that... yeah, there can be an argument, and I'm, it's to play devil's advocate now, um, and as special as it is, and I'm not taking anything away from any of it because it wasn't just this match, but for a lot of the matches that led into it, there wasn't, I feel, as big of a build or as good of a build for some of the matches going into Mania as you've had for matches at previous Manias. So when we talk about what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania, Jay, I know you want to take the floor with this one. 
and I think this is like a really good thing to kind of start with, um, is feuds, anticipation, builds. Like, what have you got in mind, Jay? Like, what what is it about a build to a storyline or to a match that makes it a WrestleMania-worthy match? Well, it's hard to it's hard to say, really. But it's just like when WrestleMania comes around, like, you just... Like, for example, let's just say, like, The Rock and Cena, right? That was announced a day after Mania for the following Mania. So it was, like, a whole year before you got that match. Yeah. and um, But that was really new for the time, though. Like, that yeah. had never really been done before. It's just, like, it's things like that, like... You'd only get at mainly like the rock once in a lifetime, even though it was twice. So we'll get to that whenever, but, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's things like that. Like you wouldn't see the rock and Cena at any other place than mania. You wouldn't. And it's just like the feuds, like, like the biggest feuds, some of the biggest feuds of the year end at mania and some of the biggest feuds of the year begin at mania. It's just, yeah, it's just, it's hard to explain really, but. Hopefully you get what I mean. It's just like the best, well, I wouldn't say the best matches, but like the the most high profile matches, if you like. Is it yeah, the, like the, the most high and, and the build? Yeah, like you only get like those really big special matches, like a Rock and Cena or like a a Rock and Austin at Mania. I know it's happened in you know in a, other pay per views, but their Mania ones are really special. But that's what I mean. That's like what makes them ones more special than the others. Because Rock and Austin had matches, you know, loads yeah. of matches. I think it's just because other. because it's mania and because they're such a big crowd, they feed off of that energy, and it just it makes them matches just more special. And they they really go all out because it is mania. They you know not that they don't do their best in other pay per views, but you know it's it's mania and you all want to you know go out there and tear the house down, out. don't you? Yeah. But it's it's like it's that's the after part of it though isn't it like for the build to it because you think like and and Austin and Rock's probably a really good example because the first encounter at 15 then at 17 and then again at 19 and the build for all three of them I think arguably 17's was the biggest well you would say that wouldn't you (laughs) yeah but I just come on man like it was it was just so good it's the promo video that made that rivalry yeah yeah we'll we'll have to come to that as well won't we 100% but, but no, like, I get that, what you mean, it's though. It's build yeah. for a match that you could have seen before, but it still feels somehow really special. Like, uh, another one, I know the match didn't live up to the expectations. I think I know where you're going here, because I think I was going to say the exactly. exact same thing. You know exactly. Mania 25, Triple H and Orton. <sighs> what a, but what an amazing build, though. Like, I was really, like, looking forward to it. It didn't deliver in the match, but... I've got another one It's still one of well. my favourite Mania builds. I've got another one. And, like, again, and I'll, I'll say this now and you'll all try to know what I mean. It was one of the best builds and not one word was even said. Triple H and Taker, when he got in the ring, they both looked at the Mania sign, looked at each other. They didn't even have to say one word and you knew that that was going to be, like, the big match for Mania. That's sometimes I think that's the trouble is with that type of build now is I th- I do feel that they overuse it. Yeah, but back today. back in that time though, that was like oh my god, like it, was a, yeah. it is yeah yeah. What made it th- was just, that twenty seven? Yeah, that'll be twenty seven. It, it was. I just, got a story about that. Yeah, go on. Apparently, Vince was not happy with the ending of that match 
with uh, with Taker being carried away because mm. apparently because Taker has, has said in an interview maybe today or whatever it was because I saw it today um, that his Undertaker walks out the ring he doesn't get carried out yeah yeah that's 100% yeah yeah but and it was a good match but looking back at it now it's not nothing but it played special. into a, it played into what was essentially turned out to be a four year long storyline just at Wrestlemania so it made complete sense and again, like the the builds for those matches, starting with um, Michael's Taker Mania twenty five, and then pretty it? much ending with the you know end of an era, yeah, Hell in a Cell match between, and that's still an amazing visual. And that's and again, the thing that, again, like, you, moment, you would but... only get that at Mania, like Rick Flair, yeah. Rick Flair and Michaels, like that is a Mania, oh. that is a Mania, like you would not get that anywhere else. That's what it, it's Rock rest- Hogan, yeah, like this, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Rock and Hogan. Goldberg and Lesnar. <laughs> 33, well. yeah, not 20. Well, to be fair, 20 is a WrestleMania moment in its own right, but probably for the wrong reasons. Yeah. I, yeah. I always think 20 was a good build because you yeah. had Goldberg and Lesnar. The build was Lesner, better than the match, let's face it. Yeah. The build was good enough. Even Austin couldn't save it. Well, they were chanting for him. Yeah. <laughs> but it's bad if you're chanting for the ref. Yeah. <laughs> And they were trying Hogan. Yeah, that wouldn't happen now. Well, after, yeah. <laughs> maybe, I, well, maybe because he was just a pirate, they booed him. They wanted um, 80s Hogan. I just, well, I, I, it was a bit of an odd, it was an odd pair, considering. But, um... It should yeah, be Bailey it. and Titus. Well, yeah. No, yeah, the, the build, a WrestleMania build... Is something that feels like it was somewhat lacking this year, mm. with almost every match except for the triple threat. Because I look like I, j- I just don't feel that Bailey. Um, sorry, I don't feel that Sasha and Bianca really had a, that much of a build. Like they didn't really sort no. of push it until a bit more towards the end. But yeah, I don't know if that's because like what Jay's saying, where you get these big rivalries like culminate. And it all comes to a head at WrestleMania, but you do get a lot that really only just begin yeah. at WrestleMania, because yeah. then it leads into backlash and so on and so forth. But and I feel like maybe that will be one of them. Like I hope it is, because those two will have great matches. But um, well, we're getting Lashley and Drew again at WrestleMania backlash. So this is the thing I just want to touch on, though. We're talking about what makes Mania's Mania's. This is the thing that that they've they, they're doing, and they have been doing it for a while now is that you have that Mania match and then they reuse it again. It's like, you've had that, that's the Mania match, leave it at that, do something. I would know, you know, from a story perspective, but the thing is, it just degrades the Mania match then, doesn't it? Because you're just seeing it again. Like, well, what was the point in watching Mania if I could watch it again, the same match, on this time, instead of Mania? It's just one of the things that I don't think... Because you never had that back in the day. You had the Mania match, and then that was it. Like you didn't get a repeat of it. You know, I think that was brought in more with the brand split. I think that was more of a like I remember it being more prominent with the Raw and SmackDown brand split because you'd only really you would, get it though if you had, if you had lost your title at Mania, you want that automatic rematch at the next pay per view. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It was, just, it was rare though. Yeah, I just. Yeah, I, I don't the only one I can it. think of back in like attitude was probably Austin Rock after at Backlash '99, after their match of fifteen, because yeah. most of the matches on the uh, Backlash were completely different uh, stories from Mania. 
Yeah. I think that's the thing. It takes a turn after Mania, doesn't it? But it's like, it's, you don't really mind so much after that, but it's, you want that build too much. But that's what I mean. Like, why, what, why is a WrestleMania build a WrestleMania build? Like, can you, like, do you get what I mean? I, I know what you mean, but it's just hard to explain, isn't it? It's just like, like it's hard to say. Build should be you should have a good build really for anything right regardless of what pay-per-view it is it's pay-per-view you're paying to watch I think whatever it's, matches I think are it's being just because on. you you know it's wrestlemania it's, it's just hard to explain it's something that you can't really explain where did wrestlemania become wrestlemania like wrestlemania yeah it, hogan it, and it mr t up, <laughs> right i get it like in terms of literally that is that is where wrestlemania became wrestlemania but like where did it really become WrestleMania? Like to put, you know, try and put something as a comparison to that. When did the streak become the streak? Because it was always a streak from the point where he won his second match. Yeah, but it didn't become the streak from his second match. It didn't. Where did yeah, the streak it didn't, it didn't really become, become? It didn't the become anything for years after, did it? Because it wasn't even planned for. You know, it just it was just coincidence that it happened, and then obviously it just came. You know, it, it just came about. But I don't think it was, it was planned. Really- wasn't it May 18 when they find they did acknowledge it, but they they did mention it. They were mentioning it like every year, uh, year but when, when he, he got, the yeah, when he got the tenth, yeah, it was like oh, he's ten and zero. But Mania probably was a bigger deal than it was Mania three with Hogan Andre because Slam. that was the biggest match. Yeah, at, yeah. at that time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hundred percent. But if they had done. TV and pay-per-view that they did now it probably wouldn't be as seen as much history to it because they probably would have done it again and done it again and that and the and they see that's what I'm saying that's what I'm getting at that's the problem is that you have that moment at mania they shouldn't they shouldn't you know reuse it again straight after or even you know because then you, that it's lost its magic isn't it because yeah, it's, not, time, it's, it's not it's not a mania moment anymore then is it because it was a mania moment but then I'll it was it was a mania moment, and then you had it again a month after, or two weeks after, or something. Yeah, it reduces the value of the initial. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's the, that Hogan. That's the one thing. Hogan Andre Slam. That's the one thing of, of of wrestling to like of these times that annoys me the most is that you get the big match, and then they just do it again and again and again and again and again, and it just wears it out, and it becomes boring. And yeah, that's the one thing I hate about wrestling in these times. That that is a product of the times, right? Because the Hogan Andre slam, that wasn't the first time they did it. It's no. it's sold to you that it was the first time that it happened, but it wasn't. But because the marketing of, oh, it's WrestleMania, it's this, you know, it's the big and that was a big WrestleMania. But obviously they bloated the ninety three thousand figure or whatever it was. But you know, like it's a huge stadium. The slam was arguably the biggest moment. Um, of WrestleMania, well, at this, least up to that well, point. Well, this, this is coming to my next question, actually, is that what do you think the biggest WrestleMania moment is? Taking out the break of the streak, because we all know that's like the going to be like the one. Other than I still the, don't know if that's going to be the biggest. Other than the streak breaking, what what would what would we all say would be like the biggest Mania moment? I was going to say quick, sorry, about the, the slam. Yeah. Because the... With that, the product of the times is, if that was today, that's your problem. Back then, you had WrestleMania, you had SummerSlam, and you had Survivor Series. Oh, I used to love Survivor Series, but again, in, it's just not what it used to be. In terms of just watching, 
No, but that's the thing. But everything, it, the rest of them get watered down because you've got so much wrestling now. Like, yeah. it kind of is hard to do something that, like, really genuinely pops you because you've seen a lot of it done before. So you almost have to, like, do it in a different way. Yeah. Which is why a build is so important because it means more when it happens. Because, like, a body slam now means... I mean, look at... Um, I know we're staying relevant with the main just gone, but look at Tamina and Naya. <laughs> like, it felt like they was going for this, a similar kind of thing with she kept teasing the slam and... Actually, it didn't really. I mean, it didn't pop me. I'm glad. I'm so glad Tamina was getting her um, her cheers from the crowd. But you know, the, the slam just didn't quite work for well, me. Do you remember but... Mania 23 with Kane and Carly? <laughs> yeah, trying to recreate it. Oh, same, know. same, because it was in Detroit, weren't it? So the same as Mania three. Yeah, same was, stadium. Sa- was it the same stadium? I'm pretty sure. Either way, it's still the same place. And if, I'm, still... if I'm wrong and anyone wants to co- co- correct on the internet, then I'm sure they will. But, um. but yeah, they were saying like they're making that out to be the the, ne- the next Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Did you just have to imagine... see no evil as well? Could you imagine at Mania Nine if Undertaker body Sam Giant Gonzalez? That I don't been... think that would have been a mate. <laughs> I don't think that would have been a moment. But they would have made. They would have probably. They would have had. They probably would have sold it like that. Yeah. I know, but it's... I mean, Jay saying about biggest Mania moments, that's hard because that's another thing then. So WrestleMania moments are another thing that make WrestleMania WrestleMania. But what makes a WrestleMania moment? It's like, to pick your favourite one, you know, we was putting you know, greatest moments of all time up on Instagram. And, you know, some of those things included uh, Macho Man and Elizabeth at the end, um, The Spear... To, from Edge to Jeff Hardy at Mania 17. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Austin winning the title. Mike Tyson punched to Michaels. Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel Bryan winning the championship at the end of Mania 30. Yeah. You know, there's there's a lot. I don't know if I don't know if I could pick a favorite WrestleMania moment though. Well, it's not I don't know if it's a a moment, but the stare down from Austin and Rock. No, Austin, Austin Rock um Rock Hogan at Mania 18. It's a moment. Just a visual. Yeah. It's a a visual. It's a Mania moment. When they're both like looking off to like, you know, opposite sides and then they like turn their heads to the other side and it's just like, just that alone. And the crowd are going fucking nuts. Yeah. With a camera flash bulb, not a phone uh, flash bulb. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I don't think I could pick Jay. I don't think I could pick a. It is is tough. It is tough. I'm sure like a few years ago, we talked about. A moment from every single mania, but because there's so many, it's hard yeah. to narrow it down. You know, what? I'll, I'll post a question, and I'm I think I'm in the same boat as you, Russ. I, I probably couldn't pick one because there's so many. But one of my favourites, though, was, yeah. So, irrespective of best, what what's your favourites? What's what's our favourite mania moments? They're just the ones that like make you feel something. What what's me. your like, favourite mania moment, Russ? Obviously, I'm guessing it'd be one with Taker, but which one there's would it be? There's loads. It's honestly, it's it's there's it's such a mixed bag. Like, I love the the spear from Edge to Jeff is always one that sticks out in my mind because yeah. I can remember the first time I saw it. I remember watching it it's live. Stuff, like that was it was so good with you. It's the, it's the stuff that really really sticks with you, and then when you find yourself, I just think that if you find yourself still talking still talking about it years and decades after it's happened 
whether you even like realize it or not, but if you're talking about it in, you know, a, a positive and kind of like nostalgic way, then that that was a moment that the performers gave you and it stuck with you. Yeah. So yeah. whether at WrestleMania or not, because it's not just WrestleMania moments that happens with, obviously, but when you talk about WrestleMania moments, but they're not always like the, the best moments. They're not always good moments. Like yeah. Brock Lesnar's shooting star is, is one that will always stick with me yeah. for True. the wrong reasons though, yeah. right? Because it's scary, but I, I remember seeing how that can you well. not get that visual out of your head? Yeah. He, just the impact of when he hits the mat and his head pretty much bounces right. off. Honestly. Yeah. It, it was, I remember seeing it live. It was, yeah, it wasn't good. But it sticks with you, right? So yeah. Kind of is a, is a mania moment, just not one of the, Good ones, I guess. Butterbean, Butterbean, nearly killing a man. Oh, that's 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 probably the best moment of all time, isn't it? It's like, bad. Seeing a, seeing a man's career die in thirty seconds, whatever it was. Yeah, it's pretty fucking bad, man. It's like, hang on, is that Jesus. worse? Is that worse than Brock Lesnar falling on his head? I think it was. Well, t- I, it was long term, I guess. Yeah, it ruined his career. Lesnar was still okay afterwards, thankfully. But I think it was it was bad for the time because obviously yeah. it was still. The height of kayfabe, and you know, and then you have a boxer come in and just fucking destroy like who is supposed to be like the like the most savage bloke in the business. It it just degrades the business, doesn't it? Yeah, but that's the thing. Like that's where bullshittery like that comes to play because Bart Gun was never intended to win it, but because they bloody tied both their hands behind the back without even realizing they were doing it. Because it turns out actually he was a legitimate badass and he was like fucking knocking everyone out. So they punish him by putting him in with Butterbean. But then what did that say about wrestling? Yeah. I said it before. Like, I've never liked that sort of stuff. Like, the more you try and push that stuff on, obviously, the more you're basically trying to highlight that wrestling's fake anyway, which, yeah, it's another topic, but. Whoa, 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 whoa. Don't say that to Vader, whatever you do. Yeah. No, but I'm, that's what I'm saying, though, <laughs> is it's, it's like showing that. Oh, this is fake because boxing is real. Mm. Like, what's that? That's what I mean. Like, I don't get why wrestling does that sometimes because it just doesn't benefit the product. I don't feel. But yeah, bad main in a moment. Bossman Taker, Hell in a Cell. Yeah, I don't know if that's on the network on Peacock anyway. No, but it sticks with you, right? Just yeah. watching Bossman hanging from a cell. You know, um, it's not good. What about the sumo match at twenty-one? <laughs> But do you know what the weird thing is? Is again, though, when Jay said earlier about there's some stuff that you can only really see at WrestleMania, or at least like it, it's advertised in that way. And that's a big part of what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania is advertising, right? Yeah. But whether you like it or not, and I think the majority don't like it, you'd only see it at Mania. Big show advertising, I mean, just... Yeah, well, which was cause... good. And I liked Bad Bunny's uh, performance, Bad Bunny to be honest. Really I thought good. he was really good. When you're talking about advertising, I thought you were talking about Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania is fucking Snickers. Of course it is. It's been, it's been a sponsor for Mania for like years, hasn't it? It seems to be... I know. I still love Mania 22. When the, I think it's Coach goes out the crowd <laughs> and he's interviewing the two Snickers women. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, are you enjoying the show? I've eaten five. I've eaten six. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not not being mean or anything, but it's just that is a mania moment for me. No, that's my favourite mania moment. Well, (laughs) do you know what? Um, I think it's mania mania seventeen when they had that contest where you had to do the uh, 
Chocolate Starfish album cover. Yes, and, and that then guy, some it was guy, basically so, just him, wasn't it, on the front cover? Yeah, just him with Austin and Rock's heads on the um, worms or whatever they were. Yeah, but Photoshop wasn't an accessible thing back then, right? right? So when if you want to talk about what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania, aside from obviously moments, which again, that could be a, an episode in itself, the music, mm. it's different now, but I mean, the music, Limp Biscuit. Is what made WrestleMania WrestleMania once upon a time. I'm assuming um, Outer Bridge didn't play Edge out then. Nah, no. but to be fair, because Miles lives in a different area to the rest of the band, I don't think he could have travelled compared Shame. to the. It's, yeah. If it was going to happen, I'd have thought it would have happened then. Because I think. Doesn't um, Tremonti live in. Doesn't live. I think it's in Orlando, Florida. Or they used to. I don't know. I thought but, it was from Detroit. Because there were performances this year where Rhea Ripley had her entrance done and you had Wally bring out Big E. There was some serious lip syncing going on in there. I, I, well, it, it seemed like it to me, but still, you know, look, live performances and music, they are a big part of WrestleMania. Like celebrities in general, like just the whole celebrity thing. Yeah. Jay said about Mayweather, you know, and you've got Bad Bunny and whether they've all been good or bad, obviously. Snooky. Well... But again, like celebrities, that, that was good for the wrong reasons. since day one. Since day one, though, they've been a big part of WrestleMania. Yeah. Limp Bizkit, then. Oh. Mania 19, back, right? Yeah, I was going to say, right, back... WWE's favourite band back in, the, in day, the whole world. Back in the day, it wouldn't be Mania if there wasn't Limp Bizkit. Yeah, but it, do you know where it sort of moved away? Like, what I used to think really made WrestleMania was an opening video package, right? But you'd have that opening video package to really, really get you into it. And you'd have like the theme song for Mania. So, you know, it'd be like Limp Biscuits or, or the main event when Ash was alluding to earlier with Austin and uh, Rock for Mania 17. I mean, I, come on, man. Limp Biscuit, my way, playing over that music video mm-hmm. to get you pumped for that match that you're already so pumped to see. Like, it was it, that's mania. It was literal. That that video package was was literal perfection. It's just mania, like, and it sticks with you. Like, I can sit, I hear that song, and I can still see the video package. That's when you know shit's been done right. Yeah, but now it's it is different. Like the video package then from say this year's mania, it, they went for something a little bit different. But well, they didn't. I didn't really feel that. It, well, they went for something different in the sense that it wasn't different, I guess. But it didn't feel like how I've sort of... No, like, do you know what I mean? Like, with yeah. a lot of other WrestleMania yeah. packages. But it's been that way for a long time. But I think it is the music. So I guess, you know, you do change with the times, but they're not really very... Because um, that was like, that was the era of, like, new metal, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there was a lot of that. Like, 20 was, you know, Step Up, Drowning Pool. Um, 19 was Crack Addict, Limp Biscuit, which is still a really odd choice, but Limp Biscuit, it. Yeah. Um, 18 was, was Drowning Pool again, right? Yeah, Drowning Pool and Saliva. And Saliva. 17, of course, Limp Biscuit. What was 16? Uh, they they well, they wanted um, California by Tupac, but they weren't allowed. So they just uh, made their own version, that's, really. That's it. And then, of course, WrestleMania. Yeah, that was used for, what, five WrestleManias? I still love that song, even today. <laughs> I remember seeing it on top of the Pops. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. It was on top of the pops. I was I, I, honestly. I still remember it to this day. It was. It was. I was really young at the time. Like I, 
I think don't know what year it was. Got... I, I saw it on top of the box, honestly. We need to find we'll this on YouTube, YouTube so it. we can put this. 100%. Yeah, we need, you need to get that. It was on there. I think it got number three in the UK. No way. Yeah, what year? No, honestly, 93. Honestly, yeah. When? The, 93. But the funny thing is, I think I think that song features British Bulldog, who was in WCW. Uh, Tony Schiavone is on one of the songs on that album, uh, by like a soundbite. He was in WCW. <laughs> they had Big Bossman that was in WCW. They had... Was it WrestleMania that had Bret Hart saying, I'm, I'm the champion, even though it was Yokozuna? When it came out, so yeah, it wasn't timely, but um, God, do you know what? I haven't heard it. I haven't heard the full version for such a long time. But did well, you I have, have a WrestleMania album on cassette? I had it. Have you still got it? I think so, but I've got oh nothing to goodness. play it on. That's the problem with today's technology. This is going to be our mission. We're gonna we'll get this on our social media. I want to say there's a C- there is a CD, I believe, but um, yeah, but cassettes retro as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> you see, this is the thing. You put it in YouTube. You put Top of the Pops of Mania on YouTube, and it actually comes up with the top pops of Mania, but which is not what you're looking for. <laughs> well, number one, da, 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 da. <laughs> that's, that's probably. Before we do that, can I talk about my favourite musical moment of all time? Oh my god, yeah. The X Band doing America the Beautiful, Mania 14. <laughs> That was hated so much. <laughs> yeah, because it actually went new metal. It was, I know. But it sticks in your mind again. That's Jay's favourite WrestleMania. Yeah. 14. We could talk about um, Lemmy forgetting all the words to the, uh, play the game, but... Don't you fucking... Don't you do my boy Lemmy down like that. Have I ever told you a story where... I think it was, I think it was Glastonbury... They, the band were playing one song, but he was singing the other. They, the band were playing Overkill, but he was doing Ace of Spades. No way. Oh, man. But it works. <laughs> so, I mean, Motorhead have played Triple H out two times at Mania? Yeah, and he, but he lost both. And lost both, but those are good. See, people getting played out. P.O.D. playing out Mysterio. And Brood. Um getting booed but again that was that's going back to what we was initially talking about with builds that was just one of those where the build just wasn't um it wasn't right was it like it just felt it was really just that was just exploitation to be honest if it crossed that line of like it was no longer story and it was exploiting a death which was really uncomfortable but that's what i mean like mainly it's got some darker stuff to it and there's like mainly there's like moments now that just aren't even like they're moments but they they haven't aged well, you know. No. The Benoit and Eddie hug at the end of twenty is like just a dark image now, almost for me, just because of like what ends up becoming of them both. Um, obviously, more from you know Benoit in terms of like you know because of what happened. But and then on a slightly lighter subject, but Nikki and John Cena, the marriage proposal that did not age well at all. Nah, especially the next year when they were split up. Oh, exactly. I do uh, think I think that that Nikki did credit Cena for her career though at a speech, but Mania moments, man. Mania moments make mania, and I think that's but there's so much that makes a mania moment, isn't it? Like mania moments can be anything from a crowd reaction yeah. to a stare down to a match to just like the idea of something happening. 
like even a video package like for me with mania 17 but they but they are also not always necessarily good i guess is kind of like what we're finding out now yeah but what happens when some some go because I, I wanted to ask you both about the streak i know we touched on it briefly earlier but i'll i'll, I'll give mine on it now but i'm just i, I want to know what you guys think but with the streak is wrestlemania the same without it because i just don't feel it it's like this mainly just gone was the first time since 1988 that neither Shawn michaels triple h or the undertaker were on the card and i think without the streak so this isn't just like recently but obviously ever since mania 30 when the streak was lost mania is just not the same no without having that there do you know what i mean no i, I completely agree because again i also have a screw up in the attitude era when the streak was you know a big thing and, you know, you go through, even like after you'd just watched a Mania, you couldn't wait to see what the next match he had on the following Mania. And yeah, like you said, it, it for so many years, it was such a an integral part of Mania. It, it isn't the same without it. And I, that is 100% my opinion, and I'm entitled to it. So if you don't like it, tough. <laughs> I mean, I agree with it, but, but yeah, honestly though, it, it's just it's just not the same without it. Because again, like you said, yeah. what makes a WrestleMania a WrestleMania? Well, to me, an Undertaker match at Mania is is one of the things that made it a Mania. You know, it was one of those special things. Again, like Undertaker would have matches like throughout the year, but you knew when he had that Mania match, it was going to be something completely special. Especially when you wake up just as soon as the finish is about to happen. <laughs> and then you still don't believe it because one thing you know you know how most YouTube channels now have reactions to like mania and they're always uh, whenever like a big moment happens so everyone's shocked just imagine what if people did that back then at 30 yeah it probably should have been with uh, Roman at, at 33 was it mm, yeah, I think it was 33 when so. we thought when we thought he was going to retire anyway and that could have been his last match that probably should have been it but then obviously with last ride how he wasn't happy with a lot of the stuff that's happened mm-hmm. and then but it's just even even after like but could you imagine that Roman Reigns of now against Taker uh, but, but, but that would work that match would have, would be like one of the best it would if work. that was if that Roman like today's Roman was was in that match, that would have been like, yeah. With the streak, it was one of those things, like for me, from a fan perspective, and obviously having like Takers, you know, Takers my guy. So like you go into Mania and it's like, like, there's nothing more important than the streak for like when you're a big Undertaker fan, right? So you go in, the build doesn't even matter that much. Like when the builds were really good, that was like a really good, like a good added bonus. You know, like we said about the whole four-year-long thing between Michael with Michaels and, and Triple H. Awesome. But, like, it was the idea that you're going in and is the streak in jeopardy, even when you didn't think it was. Like, uh, Mark Henry casket match, mainly 22, right? Was it really in jeopardy? Probably not, not really. really, but there's just, that, just a smidgen of doubt. So when you're watching it, it just invokes, like, genuine reactions. That match is not even really, like, one of the best... It's never going to go down as greatest Mania match of all time. But the thing is, you still remember these things because it was what was surrounding it. Because it's WrestleMania, it's the streak. Whether the match is good or not, it's going to be a big 
integral part of the show and you're going to come away from it even if you don't remember a damn thing about the match you're going to pop because there's one more number on the streak yeah that's the pop yeah right and without it it's gone because when take a comeback for the match with Bray at 31 uh, you know like it just was flat for emotion like it wasn't a bad match but it was it, it just didn't mean anything anymore from a fan's perspective and I think it was more because it was the first one since the streak was gone so it was always going to be a bit of more of a, a bitter taste do you know what I mean yeah yeah but it's like it just for, for me Wrestlemania without the streak it's lost something and it, it it's going to have to go eventually whether he retired with the streak intact or not because he was never going to be able to carry it on forever but you're never going to have the streak again so that element of Wrestlemania is forever gone yeah and uh, yeah, it's, I think it's the worst thing I ever did. It's I, I don't mind that they got rid of it. I, I I wouldn't have minded to see the streak end if he was genuine at the end of his career. But like um, you know, like you said there with Reigns, how Reigns is now. Yeah, that were, I think that's perfect. But it's the idea I think that a lot of people were more pissed off about was the fact that it was dropped to a part timer in Brock Lesnar who didn't need it. And there's still a huge argument to be made that Lesnar didn't need it. Although his character became intensified after that because he had this huge squash against Cena at the SummerSlam following. Yeah, and he became... And for for a while, actually, he was pretty over. But it got stale and it got old real quick because it was just champion who's never there, wins with 16 suplexes (laughs) in a five-minute match and then goes. Yeah. So it just... Overall, long term, did it? What did it really accomplish? And I think Vince said, uh, according to I think it's in the Last Ride documentary or somewhere. I might have been in the Stone Cold Broken Skull sessions actually, but Vince had said that. Well, if not Brock, then who? Well, at the time, yeah, because uh, really, well, Brock had a legitimacy with the UFC stuff and the amateur stuff, but because. We always wanted that. We did want that Cena match. We wanted that Sting match. We got the Cena match. Some of us watched it, Ross. Kind of. you know. But <laughs> after the but, match, but, but but who though? Like, is that not lazy though? Yeah. Like you say, to, yeah, all right. Lesnar's got the UFC legitimacy, but that's what bugs me about this. I don't want to go off on a tangent, but UFC legitimacy shouldn't really mean anything in the world of pro wrestling mm. because. When you're saying about someone's oh, UFC MMA legitimate, you're downplaying pro wrestling and it's advertising further that this is the fake stuff, this is the real stuff. Like, that's how it comes across. I, d- I think they did it with the Ronda, Charlotte and Lynch match, like, really well. But Ronda was, was working a lot more as well. Mm. And she turned heel and there was a lot more pieces at play. I just don't like that whole, like, UFC legitimate... They could you build stars, right? That's what you're meant to do. They've built Roman, and Roman yeah. is at a point where you could see him now, as he is now, beating Taker. When he beat him at 33, it just didn't go down very well. Not just because of the match, in my opinion, but because I don't think people wanted to see it. No, uh, going back in history though, one person that I think could have broken the streak was Kane at the first of the first time, because he would have built Kane as that killer that he was meant to be. Which is crazy, because, again, that's before the streak was really acknowledged as the streak. Yeah. Because there was always you always hear stories that Orton was going to do it, Edge was going to do it, Kurt Angle was going to do it, 
Mm. Maybe even Punk might have done it, but they, they never did because they didn't want to do it. Like the wrestlers themselves. It's I, I don't know. You don't know how much truth there is to some of them. I mean, unless it comes from their mouths, I guess. But could you imagine if Bossman? Could you imagine if Bossman had won that Hell in a Cell match? Well, this is what I mean. But again, it's before the streak was the streak. Yeah, <laughs> like it existed, but it's before the streak was a streak. I, I just, I don't know. As soon as you knew it was there, it's like it just took on this whole thing of its own. Because realistically, like we said before, if the streak was only really acknowledged at around about the ten and zero point for Mania eighteen, it only then ended up. Well, I say only, but it was only then for just over half of the the streaks longevity the streets yeah. life that it was actually acknowledged but it's it spans when you look at the history of it and you look at mania moments you look at 21 years worth of it when realistically it was only packaged into what was probably about nine or ten builds for an actual streak yeah yeah because even even the mania 19 handicap match they don't really talk about it that much they just say a oh, one's got 10 wins it was the only time, the first time I remember them actually talking about it was with the Orton Mini 21. Yeah. Which is weird, though, because again, the handicap match should have been on paper is the biggest legitimate threat that he's had to lose in the streak because it was a two on one. And it was big and like show we said last week. Right, exactly. But like we said last week, it just feels strange that they never did do like a triple threat with it because, you know more of a chance that, you know, it's a bigger threat because he doesn't have to be pinned or made to tap out to lose the streak. And potentially maybe, you know, as he was reaching more towards the end of his career, would a triple threat have maybe helped more because he's, you know, he can take more breaks and yeah. I don't know, I, you know, it's not me writing it, obviously, and I'm not I'm not trying to be armchair booker, but it's just one of those things like I wished I'd have seen it. Like you want to talk about mania moments. What about mania moments that you wish you'd seen that you knew were going to be a mania moment, but they just never were? Sting, Taker, stare down at Mania, or a match. Because I, I remember there was a photo of them two in the airport after 31, talking right. to each other, like, it was it was going to happen, it's going to happen. Nope. But it never did, and it never will. Well, let's take a go to AEW, and they, they do a... <laughs> yeah, the Overtaker. But no, I, it's, it's not the same since the streak. It's, it's still, you know... It just it's just something apart your childhood died with the streak a little bit and I yeah. just feel like a bit of WrestleMania died with the streak as well. Well that's the real moments that I don't think there's been another one since that's had that effect. No. Not in terms of wins, losses. No. It's the only wins and losses kind of thing that really mattered at Mania. Like in terms of like a consistent thing. But Jay Mania twenty seven, have you seen it? Because we're talking about Mania 27 now, because I know originally Sting was supposed to be having the match against Taker at Mania 27. You know what? If, if that would have happened, that would have been the greatest Mania moment. It could have been. But Mania 27, as we all, know, as we all understand now, is um, not down in history as the greatest Mania ever. No. But why? Like, what made? Because this. So, when what made WrestleMania WrestleMania? People say WrestleMania twenty seven didn't feel like a WrestleMania. So, why didn't Mania twenty seven feel like a WrestleMania? Michael Cole. You had, you had you had the Rock. You had the Rock and Cena, and that was for the first. Like, not their match, but like the Rock was there. Cena, 
Uh, oh yeah, Miz was there. Remember the WWE champion? He was there in the main event. He won. Yeah. Um, also, one thing I know, one thing I found out, the person who did the speech during Cena's uh, pre-entrance was DMX. Oh, was it? Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, the Rock was the oh, Rock wow. was the host, weren't he, for that one? Yeah, thirty-minute promo to begin WrestleMania. <laughs> Maybe that's think, why. Cause... <laughs> but it was the first time that he'd come back, wasn't it? But the only like what unfortunately it did is when when they say about like WrestleMania is there to make new stars. You know what? When it, it comes, it, to... it, it just. Don't. It's a very forgettable mania, aside from the the stuff surrounding the main event. What Michael Cole and Jerry Lawler doing thirty fucking minutes? I may have seen the may I may have seen the the Taker Triple H match, but I, yeah, you know, it, it doesn't. I'm not sure. I like it. I I think it's a good. I think it's a really good match. Which was the Hell in Thanks. the Cell with Bold Taker? Was that the year after? Twenty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah I've definitely yeah. seen that. I don't think I've seen Twenty Seven. You know, I don't actually think Frank I've seen Orton's it. Not bad, but good match. But it didn't feel like a WrestleMania. Like it should have been a big thing for the Miz. Like Miz goes in as WWE champion and he retained it, but he was just an afterthought to The Rock and Cena because well, it was really clear. Because what Jay, what Jay, what you said earlier about um, The Rock and Cena making their match for next year's WrestleMania the night yeah. after. That was 27. You knew that the whole thing was building towards that. So it just made yeah. like the Mania main event from 27 just feel like the precursor and almost yeah. like the pre-show yeah. to the following Mania. And yeah, it was, it was almost like an advert for Mania 28. Uh, twenty Yeah, 28. And that was a good Mania. Which was a good Mania. But yeah, but you had a whole other Mania to advertise it. So I think, I think if you go underrated, 28 is probably the most underrated in the last 15 years. Yeah, I'd still go for 24, I think, as underrated. I don't think it gets talked about as much as it probably deserves to be. That's true. Yeah, 27. I, what, like, it, it's one of those that just comes... I know it's not the only one, because you've got some earlier, like, really earlier manias as well. And I think when... There's an argument to be made with when Hogan had potentially pretty much outstayed his welcome, and people were getting a bit bored of, you know, every mania was basically ending, Hogan's on top, yay. You know, and it's, and that culminated at WrestleMania nine because oh, people obviously turned on. Yeah, absolutely. Wasn't that when Yokozuna won it, and then Hogan came out and yeah. won it, take, took it straight off him? Yeah, he cashed in his money in the bank before that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, and won the title. But we didn't have Michael Cole going the heist of the century. I still like that call. I'm just saying. I thought Jay, Jay Ashes said that on his debut. By God, the <laughs> heist of the century. It's it's just weird, isn't it? Like, like you can be disappointed by a Mania because it didn't feel like a WrestleMania. I wouldn't say there was any bad matches at Mania twenty seven. Like not bad, bad matches. No, but they weren't no... WrestleMania caliber. But apart from Taker Triple H, there was no match you go. That was a WrestleMania quality match. Like I said, Punk Orton's good, yeah. and Mysterio against Cody Rhodes isn't bad. But they didn't feel like. A WrestleMania type match, but the build, like we said, the builds weren't really. Mania is all about wrestling as a whole. Is all about promoting and advertising. That's why you have a wrestling promoter, right? Mania is advertised as the biggest wrestling show of the year, and 
that's a tall order. So when you don't deliver, like, you know, someone tells some, you, you go into a shop and it's like, right, this is going to be the tastiest burger you're going to ever eat. And you eat and you think, wow, man, they, they big that up. This didn't taste good. Yeah. I think sometimes the problem is, is that actually... Overhype. It's not that it's... Yeah, it's not that it tasted bad, but it was sold to you that it was going to be like the best tasting fucking cheeseburger of your life. So it's it it, it can't live up to these impossible standards yeah. and these expectations. And Mania is at a point where like, I think that's why a lot, especially recently when they've been so long, it's it can get a lot of heat because it's got such a history to it now. It's really hard to try and live up to. And almost top each one. And 27 was a big dip. But that happens with boxing and MMA fights. You get, you say like, this is like, we're going to get Joshua and uh, Fury. Yeah. What if that fight isn't as good as we think it could be? Could be over in one round. But even if it goes 12 rounds and like one punch is proper thrown. Yeah. You just, you just don't know, do you? Because the thing, but that's, but you get that with, because it's sport, right? Wrestling's got the, every chance in the world to avoid that because you can plan it all out. So Could realistically, imagine- it's it's a lot easier to promote wrestling than yeah. it is boxing, yeah, it really. Be, yeah. But I mean, I'd say that as, as, I'm, as I'm here, not a promoter. But-, <laughs> but could you imagine if you had Infinity War and you had all this right. build yeah. and then Endgame happens and then, oh, really? That's what led up to? Yeah. I haven't seen, haven't seen Endgame, so I couldn't say, to be honest. I know it's di- I know it's different. I'll get what you're trying to say, though. Yeah, I know I know what you mean. It's it's hard, but 27's one of those. It, 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 some people you see it like they say they say it failed. It's not the only mania they say oh this failed mania 2000. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm, I'm hit. I'm good hit, I'm hit and miss with that one. Yeah, you got the t- they got the ladder match, which was the precursor it, to the TLC. Yeah, people call it TLC, but there's no chair shots. So it was before it TLC was a thing, though, right? Yeah. I mean, obviously... But there are ladders and tables, so that kind of... Yeah. But you had the two out of three falls for the IC and European title, which is a really good match. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't mind the main event, but it's the McMahon in every corner. It was the whole... It, there was no one-on-ones, and people well, like was, one-on-one builds, real. right? Well, Cat yeah, and Terry throwing one of them at the ring. <laughs> yeah, okay, so one, which wasn't really sort of a... yeah. Well, Fel Venus is the referee, so does that count? <laughs> well, yeah, it's still a one-on-one, isn't it? I guess. <laughs> but, but it uh, is. Like, you, it, you've got WrestleManias that underwhelm, and, and it's it's part of the packaging, isn't it? But 27 is just like, it sticks out for me as a big one, because it, it kind of goes hand-in-hand with the whole, you make new stars at WrestleMania. But WrestleMania 27 is like one of those you can firmly say that, even though you had like Barrett on there, Rhodes... Miz as WWE champion and walking out as WWE champion, even though he didn't remember it because he got concussed. Yeah. Um, you know, Del Rio, obviously, because it was Edge's last match for obviously until more recently. But Del Rio, although he lost, it didn't. It just didn't make any stars. Like, and the Miz should have been a star coming out of that match, but he was an afterthought. So I think that's if you want to say, you know, WrestleMania 27 failed. Like that's the biggest thing I think it failed at. It failed at being able to live up to standards of other WrestleManias and it didn't create stars. Yeah. If I'm go if I go by my least favourite mania it'd be 11. 11's um what's his name? Lawrence Taylor. 
Yeah. Bam Bam. That's a good match, but... Don't know. I've, Main I've, event, I can't, honestly, I cannot remember 11 at all. The only, the only, you got Michaels and Diesel for the title, which was good. Should have should have been main event though. But they had bet they had a better match a year later, and uh, Bret Hart versus Bob Backlund in a I Quit, where it gets ruined by Piper just screaming in the microphone. <laughs> uh, you had Undertaker beats King Kong Bunny with a flying clothesline. Yeah, <laughs> see, it's what I mean. There's not Undertaker's probably had more mediocre to like forgettable mania matches especially in the earlier days yeah I would say he's had like of the bigger mm. well 17 was probably the best one up until like yeah then the match with Orton was really good yeah Yeah. Batista's really good Edge is one of the most underrated main events in Wrestlemania for me then you Mm. had the two Michaels two Triple H CM Punk and then that's really the last good one until Boneyard for me yeah, I'd, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. Um, we talked a bit about music. It has made me think, though. And talking about Triple H is a big one for this. And also, I guess, Mysterio to a degree. What about the WrestleMania entrance? Because, again, like Taker, we touched a lot on Taker. So I don't want to like keep sort of staying on that. But a Taker entrance at Mania is was like a big thing. But then like in the more recent years, like the Triple H entrance at Mania is... <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a big thing. Like, how is Triple H going to come out? My favourite still Mania 30, the entrance there. Yeah, I love that like one. In the, in the gold. Oh, man, that was good. With, who was it? Um, Charlotte, Sasha, Sasha and, and Bliss, Alexa. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Triple H is... I remember that one. So, again, Motorhead playing him out. Triple H has had some iconic Mania entrances. And, again, you don't even always have to even like the match he's in. It's the same as any of them. Like, that, it's a moment that sticks with you. But Mysterio, it's a, it, more, a lot of people do it now, but Mysterio always used to be like some sort of like comic hero, didn't he, right? Yeah. So, apart from what was the year? It might have been 27. Was it 27 when he came out as Avatar? No, that was 26. 27 was Captain America. Right. But I always remember 25 when he came out as Joker and Jim Ross said... Mysterio's alive, unlike Keith Ledger. Yeah. Bad timing, Jim Ross. Not good. Not good. Which one was the one where Saliva played him out? Not Saliva, uh, P.O.D. 22. 22! 22. <laughs> I've eaten five. <laughs> 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 I just... To the, I, I just want to say, like, I, I don't, I'm not, I don't, honestly, I don't mean that as horrible to those ladies, but you don't understand the joy that that brought me for many years, and still you know to this what? day, it's one of my favourite Mania moments, and I will, I will literally preach that to the end of the. Earth. There's one at Mania 16 <laughs> where this woman won a contest. They show her, they show a package of her like getting her tickets and being on the plane, and then it cuts to her in the crowd going Hee! for like two <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> so. It's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, man. The crowd is like, yes, that's the other thing, isn't it? Did, did you see that um, WWE announced their first official superfan? Really? Yeah. Is that what we're doing now? Vladimir. That Vladimir geezer. Okay. He got like a replica belt and a picture with like Triple H and that. Triple H likes to like, take yeah, pictures with like, people. That's a thing they're doing now. Like, you can be an official superfan. I mean... The thing is, like, if if it makes like kids and stuff happy, 
then he's not a kid though he's a grown man <laughs> oh is he really yeah he's, oh. like, he's been he's been at like every i would say he's been at every show for like the last 40 years or something he's one of those people you, you when you look at classic ones he's been there we look at ones in the last few years wow. he's been there what about brock Lesnar's shirt guy oh he'll get the guy who did the shock at mania 30 after the streak he'll get he'll get one probably yeah <laughs> miss girl that was a big thing for a while yeah and then there was that the who's, one who has who's, who's, who's Miz girl uh, when when Miz won a title oh she I mean, had that Miz really really angry face yeah 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 yeah. I know what you mean now do you remember Mania 23 they, these these guys were at a lot of shows as well um, well the bulb bloke lady with the really bright fluorescent yellow jacket yeah and I cap, remember them and the guy with the pink fluorescent pink yeah. jacket they're, yeah they were at a lot of shows back in the day yeah uh, well, they really set out at Mania 23. <laughs> you know what? One of uh, one of my favourite ones is John Cena. Mm. The first one that always comes to my mind is 25, the multiple Cenas. Oh, they're all doing the You Can't See Me down yeah. the ramp. That's good. I like the one with that little um, sort of like band place the out band. 24. Yeah, that, was, that, was, yeah, good that yeah. was good. Yeah, I did enjoy that one. Yeah. What about, that's a good one. What about CM Punk at 22 coming to see, Didn't see it. Cena? Yeah, Punk's at the... He's one of the Mafia guys. Oh, actually, you know I did when, see that recently because I yeah. watched it. I watched that Mania yeah. and I saw it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the Mafia guys because he was in F, um, FCW at the time, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the fact it's in Chicago did help. They come up to yeah. that generic sort of spy Gangster. music, don't they, if you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Mafia, yeah. It's like um, Naked Gun does gangsters. Yeah. <laughs> I like his yeah. 24 I do like his 24 one um, Cena's, Cena's a, he, yeah he's another one but then he's he's another one of those like like Taker like Michaels like Austin Rock. like there are people that are like synonymous with Wrestlemania as well hmm. like Michaels Michaels is synonymous with Mania but aside from obviously one big entrance I can't remember oh actually no his one with 25 when because they did the whole like he was like descending from heaven and take a rose from hell. Yeah, for twenty five, wasn't it? Like, so that was that was an interesting little take. But yeah, in terms of like mania entrances for Michaels, obviously, remember nineteen when he comes out in the um, yeah. I was going to say the that. gun doesn't work. Yeah, like he does. Get, he gets a few shots in, and then some of them don't work, and he sells it like he's in tears. Yeah, because <laughs> obviously so you know Michaels, Mister WrestleMania, he sells the gun shot. Because um, obviously, so obviously, twelve gets mentioned a lot because it's a zip line. Yeah, um, that's iconic. That's a mania moment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Line, isn't it? Especially Vince. Is... Well, it's good for the time as well. By the way, did you do that on um, "Here Comes the Pain" all the time? What on the helicopter? No, you could do zip line entrance, a mania. And here comes could the pain. you? What? Yeah. Here comes yeah, the yeah. pain. Yeah, you could, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, it's like my favourite wrestling game, and I've never known this. Uh, if you're trying, I think when? it's if you're challenging for the title at Mania, uh, Jonathan Coachman says, we've got a special entrance for Mania. Do you want it? Yeah, and it's a zip line. No. Yeah, I didn't. I, I would have <laughs> thought that you'd have known that. <laughs> yeah. No. What? you got to be joking me. Well, that's him back on Here Comes the Pain then. <laughs> oh my God, I never knew that. I absolutely... The thing is, when the game came out, there was no internet for you to like go and... Yeah. Like today, it's like, oh, here's all these Easter eggs and stuff. Like, you never had that. And I don't really tend to Google anything like for older games because like, 
you know, you've played them that many times and nostalgia's there. You kind of already feel like you know it all, but apparently fucking not. <laughs> what a game changer you're gonna that have is. To, you're going to have to YouTube that now. Or play it. Fuck me, I want to experience it. Is it in season mode then? Or yeah. just exhibition? A season. You get because it's only a year long story in it. So when you get to Mania, does it have to be with just Michaels? I no, know we're off, we're we're off on a tangent now. But. You, you could be anyone. You could be you could be Big Show and do it. Oh fuck yeah! I'm trying to think of other Mania entrances. I like Michael's 23 entrance with the DX music going on. Uh, that was go, different. As going well. back to Triple H though, 22 when he sat in the chair as Conan for like two minutes. A lot of people didn't really like that one so no. much, but. What I about? Feel, I feel like it worked actually, but because another entrance that isn't it's memorable is Austin walking through the glass. I think at thirteen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, and another senior entrance. Sorry, twenty-three. You said about coming through the glass, but obviously smashing through in the um, in the Ford Mustang. Yeah, I think it's a Mustang. You know what? I've never really been a fan though of Cena. O- only the the the, the early Cena. When he when yeah. he changed and went on to no shirt, baggy shorts, that done it for me. The, the the chain gang soldier that that was the best, and I don't care what anyone says. It never says. had a proper outing though. No, did it? that's the thing. It's he, he was at his best when he was doing the rapping and that because it was it was funny, but it was also good and it was refreshing for the time as well because you never had anything like it. Yeah, it had kind of transitioned away from that I think by the time he had his match with JBL at 21 I think the only time you really got to see it in action was probably against Big Show at 20 because yeah. he's there at 19 isn't he um, but that's Sunday Night Heat yeah but yeah it's strange really when you think about it like again you talk about Cena and that's a huge thing that people talk about yet it never really made a true Mania appearance he does do the rap on Big Show though at 20 which is yeah which is funny. Well, technically, <laughs> Mania 35. Uh, yeah, I guess so, actually, yeah. We did pop for that. Jay yeah. definitely popped for that. As soon as Thugonomics hit. That was the best. That was literally the Mania moment for me. <laughs> yeah, because that, that pre-video, we had no idea, because obviously we're British, we don't know too much about American sports. And then all of a sudden, basic Thugonomics starts, like, what? What's going on here? Yeah. I remember, when, I remember when Ashley was convinced that fucking... Biker Taker was coming out and he didn't, and then he thought he was, and I then keep, he got proof wrong. Honestly, off. everyone thought kept that. Saying it so long to him, I was like, "It's not happening, mate. It's not happening." That? Which year was it? Kid Rock put in the Hall of Fame, and everyone said, "Oh, American Ballast is going to come out." Was that 34, 35? I feel like that was thirty-five because I remember you saying when the lights went out and you heard the strum of the guitar, you was like, "Oh, Kid Rock." And it was like, no, it's Elias. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was 35. Same one. What well, could be 34 or 35 of Elias? <laughs> is there... What else have we got? What else have we got? Because we've... It's gone a bit all over the place, but it's just what we do, isn't it? We just have a fucking... Well... Don't really plan for any of these things. You get the idea in your head, but once you start talking, you forget... Like, you forget half of these things and someone mentions them and you're like, oh shit, yeah, that. So... Yeah, because the funny thing about entrances now is, unless you get your en- uh, entrance song performed, it's not really that many um, special entrances, so so say. Apart from New Day, when they come out with a cereal box. Yeah, 
And the well, the fiend. I liked the fiend's entrance this year, but I don't know if he said this. But apart from my way, anyone got a favourite video package for a match or an intro? Apart from my way, yeah. Even even if it's like um, a pay per view opening promo, uh, opening package like May twenty two with um, Shine Down when it has like all the history. And then yeah, you had people like good. people like Vince McMahon from seventeen to present day. You had Untaker from Mania seven or eight, and then to present day. That, yeah. And then when it leads up to the the matches of that night, and it had um, it had uh, what was it, eighteen visions, and then you had like sound bites from Angle, trip, uh, Triple H, and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to think, but because the if, thing is, do do you guys remember though? Like even for. Even around like seventeen period, some of the intro packages, like for all the pay per views at that time, were like super over the top. Like, and it was like choirs and stuff, <laughs> and it was like this super over dramatic fucking thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, so, but because again, that was that was seventeen, and it is the what was it the um, a celebration of life, yeah, soul mania. And it's, it's it's fucking advertising, isn't it? Like, but it, it hooks you. I don't know the the twenty two one's good. I can't remember some of the ones in more recent memory. Um, well, going back to twenty seven, that was the first. They did two, didn't they? They had one for the Rock, and then they yeah. just twenty eight had just like the two big matches of the night, and nothing else was talked about. I know it's not a video package for a match. That, that happened on the Mania card itself, but when they were building up to uh, Shawn Michaels Undertaker 26, mm-hmm. running up that hill. And I, I, I liked it, that one a lot. Because it, it, it showed from Mania 25 to whenever they saw each other on Raw and Smackdowns, and then the Adam's Chamber, where Taker got cost the title, and that you felt it. It felt a big deal. It was put together really well, yeah. That's the power of the video package. It's hype, isn't it? Again, more promotion, yeah. but it's the power of the... Absolutely. Power of the promotion. Um, the flip side of that, they don't really do this anymore. What happened? What the fuck happened to the post-mania recap video? That was brilliant back in the day. Yeah, that... You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. I didn't actually remember it until you just said that, but I do now. And that was one of the good things, like, that closed it off. Yeah. That, that yeah, closed exactly it that. off. Because do you remember May 23? Like, the end, of, the end of the last match, like, and then they do that video of, like, what's happened throughout the night. Yeah, and, to the music of yeah, the, the theme of the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah, and that's what closed, like, you knew, like, again, that's just one of the things, isn't it? It's... I, I miss it personally. That was one of the things that I I thought I always I know it's sad, but like I used to look forward to them. Same. But the thing is, like, it's really impressive how they put them together so fucking quickly. Yeah, yeah especially when they got the main think? event and yeah. it's like a three minute video. But was it twenty? Was it twenty three or twenty when they had the gong and we thought that was added to the song itself? Yeah, that was done really well. But they just dropped it. I think they brought one back a couple years ago. Uh, Thirty four, I think it was. Was it 34? Was it 32? I think it was 34 because it had Brock. It was, it was either. It was even Brock. I think it was 34 because we had Roman mm. cut open. 
But the stupid thing is, they did the highlight package and then they showed Roman again. And that was in Pleasure Shot of Mania. <laughs> well, yeah, but they, they put them together quick, don't they? I yeah. mean, it's, it is what it is. But the one thing that annoyed me about them, because they, they had the matches in order for most of them, and then near the end it was just out of sync and it just bothered me for some reason. Maybe it's an OCD <laughs> thing. <laughs> I do, I miss them. I miss those recap videos. They were good. I um I don't know if this is going to be a new WrestleMania tradition. I know it's not WrestleMania, but it's the fact that it's so straight away after. We probably can't not talk about I don't necessarily want to end it on this note. But we can't not talk about, like, obviously, last year you had Black Wednesday. Mm. And then a few days ago, as of recording, obviously, more releases post-WrestleMania in the in the budget cuts for the new financial year for them, I guess. So, uh, we lost who? Samoa Joe? Yeah. Big mistake. Big mistake. AEW, for sure. Or Impact. Ring of Honor. Well, I don't know, man. It'll make more money in AEW, won't it? I suppose that's the thing. Whatever works for him. But Peyton Royce, uh, Billy Kay. AW. Billy Kay just performed at WrestleMania. Yeah. Madness. It, it, Peyton- is, it is madness to me. Like I don't understand how you can have a match at Mania and then like the next day you're out the door. I don't understand it. Well, Peyton Royce will probably go to AW, but the well, fact that she did there, a- so, you know, it's, it's no-brainer really, isn't it, for her? But, I um, think so. Payne Royce, not too long ago, did a really good promo on that Raw talk on the network about mm. getting opportunities, and obviously he's gone now, so that ain't happening. Wow. But it's people like Bo Dallas if, if, and... If she, if she goes AW, I reckon she'll be in the top picture for sure. They could do with her, and, and I think Billy Kay would be great. I think Billy Kay would be a great fit for something like Dark Order. Yeah. Well, put, but, yeah. No, I'd have, I'd have Billy Kay with um, Britt Baker instead of um, Rebel. Her and Reba, her and Rebel, they'd they'd have some good skits. But, um, yeah, you could put them anywhere though. It's people, it's people that got released like uh, Dallas, Bo Dallas and Bojo Rawley that haven't been on TV for a long time. That mm. you would have thought they'd gone already, but Wesley Blake, Chelsea Green as well. That was so a weird one. Potentially impact bound, maybe if um, she'll go with Matt Cardona. But I think they want her back. But it was weird because she broke her arm or wrist on her first night. And then, uh, once again, a couple of weeks ago, there was a photo of her backstage as if to say she's coming back. Wasn't it Big Johnny that was responsible for these ones? Yeah, he's back now. Because, you know... It's a tough position to be in. Like, uh, if you're going to make budget cuts, then I guess that sort of stuff happens. And as independent contractors, there's always going to run that... You're, you're going to run that risk, aren't you? But Yeah, it's not as bad as it was. There's always just some that it's just, it, it sucks still, though. Yeah. And the fact that it's straight after Mania is going to be like... Like, I don't want that to be, like, a trend, you know? Well, it is. Like, the, do you know what? I don't know if you saw this. It was a year ago uh, yesterday, or when it was the same day as, like, um, Rusev and all them lock went, that yeah, long, like, long list. what's been coined as Black Wednesday. But Like, that's, again, I mean, there were some fucking big names on that one. Yeah. And there was a lot of names on that one, but... I, that that's going to be unfortunately because of the where the mania falls and the financial year if they continue to make a thing of that which they might end up doing because they've hoarded so much talent for so long that they don't use um you know what's going to happen I'm, I'm expecting ricochet's name to come up eventually I, uh, yeah i thought it was going to come up there's still there's still time there is still time though but um because there was talk about tom phillips was going to go but you know, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised like, if Bobby Roode was going to go as well if they cut him out. He's tag champion, so he can't go. Well, he could go, but he's... <sighs> yeah, but for how long? 
you know. It wasn't featured on Mania, was it really? No. Well, they were there, don't forget. Yeah. Quick backstage segment, and that was, that was it. Yeah, just, for, just to talk about Tamina. That is the main um, problem with WWE, is that they have too many guys and girls. But it doesn't feel like it, though. It felt like everyone who was at Mania had been the people that had been on TV. Yeah, exactly. But because but so they had been on TV. But there's so many that weren't as well. Yeah. Because there was a lot. There was a lot of people that had nothing going on at Mania. Yeah. Ali. I mean, Cedric Alexander. You know, what? Um, you know what? I'm surprised that actually that Jeff Hardy wasn't released. I think he's injured because he's not been on TV for a while. Jeff's one of those, though. I can't. I, they only end up releasing Jeff when he's done something bad. Oh, that sounds horrible, but like he's he's kind he's still a kind of a draw, I guess, for them. Yeah. But unless he does something bad, I couldn't see Jeff going. But I don't know. It's it's weird. The one person that we thought was going to go was Alistair Black, but there's rumours that they're building him up again. So. We'll see. It's going to... I just... It is bad. Financial year, you can't help the timing of it, but the longer this continues for, the more of a... It's going to be talked about in the same breath as WrestleMania. Like, oh, we've got this WrestleMania season. Who's going to get... Who's going this year then? Like, it's shit, isn't it? Like, it's just, you know, people losing their jobs. And then you... It's the added insult as well to injury that you've got the 90-day no-compete clause in there. You know what I mean? Like, these are people... Especially after this mania, first one with a crowd in over a year. And it's like, oh yeah, well done. I hope you enjoyed it. But now you've got another three months where you can't do anything. Well, to be fair, people like Bo Dallas and Mojo Rawley have had a 90 month, no complete cause. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Yeah, it sucks. But I suppose we shouldn't end it on, on that note. Any more for any more. What makes WrestleMania WrestleMania? History. Yeah. Video packages, the builder, the matches, the crowd, pretty much everything. I think it I think the best answer to describe it is that when you put all those things together, that is what makes it mania. The advertising, the promotion, the crowd. Snickers. Just Snickers, yeah. That was the answer all along. Snickers. <laughs> yeah. Snickers is what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania. Well, we hope you've enjoyed the uh, the question, the big question. We haven't done a question like this for a long time, so <laughs> we're still out of practice doing the podcast, I reckon. Yeah, what what was this again? <laughs> yeah. Oh, we didn't mention we didn't mention fucking America the Beautiful properly, just having it in general. Nothing will beat, and I'm sure I said this before. Mania twenty eight, Lillian Garcia singing America the Beautiful, and those planes going past. And then I showed it again. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah, you don't have a mania, I guess, without America the Beautiful, just in general. Yeah. Unless DX fans do it That's why it probably doesn't work anywhere else now, isn't it? But that's why it annoys me now. It's it's the same arena. It's the same places now, isn't it? Same stadium. Yeah. Like, it's always going to be New York, Texas, or Florida. Like, every year. It's just like, it's just rotating around the same ones. So that's, you know. But... You can't not have Mania in a stadium now, can you? Wembley next year. <laughs> oh, yes. Come on. Let's get it in Wembley. You know what? Just once, just one time in a lifetime, if they would do it, like, in England, that would be like a dream come true. So it happened twice yeah. then? Well, yeah, but I mean, for us to go to it, where we could appreciate it. That's what I mean. I know, like, but... I give a shit about SummerSlam. I wasn't there to go to it. 
Fuck yourselves. I'm, I want one now, so I can go. Hey, I was going to go this year at a live <laughs> event, but it ain't happening, so... No, I mean, main, I mean well, like Mania, though. Yeah. Mania yeah. in the UK. We could So we could go. It'd be a dream come true. It would be good. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Like, to get the true Mania experience, you've got to be there. Because I've only ever seen... Like, I've only ever been to, like, a Raw once. And that was, like... It, well, it was pretty much exactly 15 years ago. Nearly. To, to the wow. month. So... Yeah, like, it was good, but, like, to be at, like, a pay-per-view, and especially if it being a WrestleMania, like, yeah, it'd just be, it would be like a, it'd be a once-in-a-lifetime thing, wouldn't it? Well, we, we were going to get, what was it, yeah. um, AEW um, in the UK? I can't remember what the pay-per-view was. Fighter Fest. Fighter Fest, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll yeah. take I'll take anything, really. Man, yeah, I would, but, like, a WrestleMania as well. Like, I've always, I've always wanted to go to WrestleMania. Just because it's like that bucket list thing, yeah. isn't it? But I think that's like to really truly experience WrestleMania. I think you have to be there live, and I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I'd love to go one day, but it's just the product. The more the product changes, like that's what I mean. Like, what makes WrestleMania WrestleMania for us? Like, a lot of what we've talked about isn't there anymore. Like, when we talk about like the streak, and we talked about some of the builds and the music and you know, video packages. Snickers will always be there. But the rest of it, you know, things change. And I get like, they can't always stay the same. It's stale, I get that. But... Well, hopefully next year... By the time we end up getting to go to a WrestleMania, it'll be like, WrestleMania will be a very different feel, I think, like in terms of like the overall product and things. As it it evolves through the years. Especially with it being two days. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. I'd love to go though. True. Maybe one day. Maybe we'll all show up together. WrestleMania. Three men, one fall a mania. I'll be wearing my shirt. Yeah, I won't be wearing nothing. And on that note, we've been three men, one On that small note. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed it. If you have enjoyed it, please hit us a follow, subscribe, whatever you listen to us on. Um, we really, really appreciate well, all of the support and any of the support. Absolutely. Any kind of support. Oh, yeah, definitely. Leg support. Leg support. <laughs> <laughs> Life support. Fuck me. Um, all right, Joe. Yeah, no, we really do appreciate you all. WrestleMania. 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 Maybe we should do a recap package after this one in honour of WrestleMania. Why not? It's been a while. <laughs> well, until next time, what was our what was our catchphrases? I don't remember it. Don't try us at home, weren't it? Oh, Your, that was yours it? was stay, uh, stay safe. Like, yeah, stay safe. safe. That's Ashley's it. Was stay safe. Eat some Snickers. And I can't remember what mine was. Goodbye. Good night. Oh yeah, that was it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And adieu. Yeah. There we go. So that's not right. how long We're ago good. since we done a podcast. <laughs> we can't remember the fucking outro. <laughs> Even though we already done one a couple of weeks ago. Eat five. Eat six. Eat as many as you fucking want. Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. I know. I'm hungry now. <laughs> I'm fucking starving, me. (laughs) (laughs) The never-ending podcast. Don't trust it at home, but still eat your Snickers. (laughs) Yeah, and uh, and don't don't. If you've got peanut allergy, don't don't do it. Don't do it, no matter what (laughs) he says. Don't don't do it. And if you have got an allergy, then you haven't eaten six. (laughs) Right, that it.
I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.